1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The long ball.
0: Long. 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 The long ball. Street.
2: Hello and welcome to the Long Bull Street podcast. Today I'm joined by James allcott Hello. And my and my, my my co-host Matt. Hello, mate. We are still co-hosts, aren't we? Yeah, of course. You're not doing that whole thing, oh, my podcast, <laughs> which is good. Do you to wind me up. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, nothing help. winds me up.
3: It doesn't actually. You're very calm. In fact, you were saying this the other day in the pub. That very, or, uh, the other day at some point We're saying how how patient that you are. Yeah. He did say that, and how easy he admires that in you. A week yeah. later, he we lost his shit. <laughs> did you lose your shit?
2: Yes. Oh bit. right, that's Yeah, but not. Let's not not discuss that on. Uh, you know, uh, we've got quite an interesting podcast today. Today for, for the ladies and gentlemen out there, if you're on YouTube, um, you can find us on Long Bull Street Podcast and if you're you know, listening to us you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes um, but today i thought we would do things a little differently because it's something that i've been interested in a long for a long time and, and, and something that i've i found hard to talk with people about because you kind of they, they look at you like what the fuck we are you always, it it's you always get worried don't you about yeah, where no, it's going to end but or- it's okay cuz i thought this through i've thought this through. Okay. through and this is purely about football but as i i kind of made it clear on this podcast and elsewhere that my love of football isn't necessarily about the game itself. If I'm being completely honest, I, I, I might never watch another football game again if 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 Tottenham didn't exist. It's always been about the culture surrounding about football. I'd I mean, rather, you you like a beer, don't you? I love a beer. <laughs> uh, you know, going to the game without a beer is lunacy, in my opinion. Right. I mean, did you have a beer when you two went to QPR and? Uh,
0: I had, had a quick, quick beer. You we were did, against the I clock, got I in,
3: I And then, yeah, we got in late.
0: Would you have had a beer? I do not, actually. I I've asked Matt, what, what do you job? want? And you're he, he, just winding me up. He's just like, I, I don't know what, It's about six different drinks. And I, I said, so do you want a drink of what? And he, no, I, I put back out. aloe vera water, didn't Yeah, you? and I was like, I don't think I've got that.
4: <laughs> it was a
3: joke. No, I would have had a drink, but we, we ended up in a bit of a rush. Um, um, yeah, but it's always been about the
2: culture surrounding football and and what makes people... But why, it's the most popular sport in the world. Why? Yeah. Why is that? Because most, the vast majority of the, of the time, you're you're waiting for something to happen. The amount of time you have to put in watching nil-nil, boring nil-nils for that moment of unbridled glory that can't be described, that can't be replicated by anything else on the planet. That feeling of putting one over on
3: your rivals or scoring the goal in the last minute is indescribable. Mm. Maybe the structure of it, it just... Not that this is what we're here to talk about, but in terms of that, why maybe the structure of, of, of a game mm. is why mm. it's actually the most watched because every other game, there's kind of in sports, there's these breaks in it. Yeah, and I know you do get your half time, but it, it, in you know, if you think about American football, it's a lot of setting up and then a play, a lot yeah. of setting up, play. you think about cricket again, it's kind of it's a delivery and then we wait a
0: sporadic. Few yeah.
3: so a, a lot of sports are kind of like that, whereas football, there's this. There's this kind of Constant flow Pretty much
0: I Yeah think, I think that's right I think there's like There's a torture to it As well Like there's re- there aren't those breaks So you're You're just going huh! Fucking yeah. urging your team To score a goal Yeah I also think the fact that The fact that it's 11 against 11 There's so many variables Which gives you more yeah. of a chance And I also think the fact that you're just waiting for a ball to cross a line, and you can't go crazy until that ball crosses that line. Yeah. And I, when it does happen, it happens so quickly. And it's a mo- it's, it's in. You're talking about
2: millimeters. Yeah. So if that ball goes over the line, unbridled ecstasy. If it doesn't,
0: massive disappointment. And it can and catch. It can catch you off guard. Mm. Like it's a thirty-yard screamer. You got. But, but you uh, get it just these, hits you, it's chemical.
3: You get these build-ups of momentum. So again, just to use NFL, because I watched that, you get these moments where there's a huge play, a pivotal play, right? But they might go and have a timeout, a four-minute ad break, and the stadium kind of calms down. When it actually comes to that play starting, it then builds up and everyone's making noise for that play. But in football, you can have, because it's so dynamic, you can literally have one of those moments, like Adam will know from the Brentford thing, where... They hit the bar at one end, which would have been promotion. Yeah. And then the other teams goes down the field. So you get this kind of. Momentum's that go from that to that to that. A guy that should be sent off, and you're going mad, and then it's a penalty. That you know, you get that whole thing. I think that's why football people lose their shit. I think
2: as well. so. I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys, and I'm going to answer a, question, a couple of these questions myself. What we're trying to do is to kind of discuss the psychology of supporting a football team. We're not obviously <laughs> we're, aiming. We're also not qualified. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're, we're, not, we're definitely Speaking not you aiming <laughs> to create definitive uh, answers to these questions, uh, but we're just trying to solve what makes us feel the way we do about our football. Clubs, so it's, it's more about just anecdotally going through our experiences as, as football fans in order to try and figure out mm. what it is that that tangible thing that something that we can we can actually put a pin in
3: and say maybe that's the reason why people go crazy over football. Um, the, the, miss those, them, we've got to say though, going in that there can't be any one size fits all, can there? Because no. So I think it's very different being, you know, a lower league guy to obviously you big know a, a big dog like you, five Yeah. I mean and that, this this is another thing, is actually is how you're defined
2: your team defines you. So you look at James, he supports QPR. A little QPR. Uh, little, <laughs> QPR little James. Small,
0: small time, small time Small man. Small, small time. Small, small, <laughs> brain, time, small, small brain, full, tiny brain. Tiny brain. And in a way he you
2: knows less about football than I do because I support Tottenham and they're a bigger club. Uh the, but, but that's stupid right And it's funny Yes It's, it's a funny It's a funny thing to say Is it But it's almost Why is that funny Because it makes no sense For everybody Who w- watches football And understands a game can laugh at that joke teeny tiny <laughs> little James Underperforming that, QPR Actually not even mm. Overperforming QPR 10th in the QPR <laughs>
0: It was tenuous to me yeah. It I feels one like podcast, a This <laughs> is purely All right Let's
2: go Anyway I've got some I've got some I've got some questions For you Short questions for you um, and, and then people can take from it What they will All right So um, Just broadly What What is it that turns someone Who likes football The sport Into becoming a fanatic Fanatical fan uh, sorry, So what changed You when You know You, you think All right f- sport, Football's a sport I'm interested in to that point where, and this might not be true, but where the club meant more than the sport, can you can you? What what is it? Do you think that, that turns it?
3: I think that there's a uh, there's a very powerful uh, narrative that comes with football. Yeah, yeah. So we we as people we like a story we like a character. Uh, we like there to be uh, a journey. You know, we look at some of the classic narratives, an underdog, you know, that kind of thing. You, you see these these narratives play out in football quite a lot. Um, and some of the, the characters, certainly when you got into the game when I was growing up, you, you had that in all sports, didn't you? You like Snooker like Alex Higgins, Jimmy White, yeah, yeah. people like that. You had all these great characters that you'd kind of, that the, the, the really kind of brought you in. So I think that the... The fact that football's got a very powerful narrative That updates and repeats regularly So there's a season-long narrative But there's a weekly narrative And then outside of that There's players going back to former clubs There's, you know, th- there's all that kind it's of complete stuff It's a isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's all this stuff that just captures your imagination Whether you like it or not Right So, so there's that, firstly It's a very compelling thing, is football, you know what I mean? Yeah But I think that what did it for me, what made me get hooked on it, I mean, A, I just did love it as a kid, I just played it as a kid, it was just what I gravitated towards, even though my dad was rugby and I'm from a rugby league country, I mean, I played cricket and that, but football just, it just was what I was was into, but then in terms of Huddersfield Town, fuck it, it was just going every week, I hated it, I used to cry. I used, to, I used to actually be telling mum I don't want to go and she'd be like you've got to you right. got to that because this was you but know, why? why did she say it was cold?
0: cold? <laughs> it
3: just get <laughs> me out of the house I think yeah. but no I'd, my uncle uh, based on I went and I said yeah I'd go and then they got me a season ticket and then I was kind of committed and then it became a thing and so I just had to go and I was kind of the first few times I was like it was horrible I remember you'd walk in right <laughs> And this was, you know, stadiums are like now and they have toilets and things like you didn't have them at Huddersfield Town in in the 80s. You know, people were just pissing against the stand. Mm. <laughs> you know, there was no, it, it was miserable. There's one tuck shop that sold like three tuck different shop. products, it <laughs> sold three products. And it was, it was horrible, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it was kind of good air and it's just a bit like as a, a six year old kid when I first started going, you were just like, well, this is weird. Um, but going after a while Before you know it You just end up You can't help it It just then becomes inside you And Is it you give a shit You, you, you
2: Through time and experience And putting in the hours it, It's like a, a puzzle That's kind of solved for you suddenly you can't you can't tangibly under, understand or explain why I don't it think just it gets happened. solved
3: does it no unfortunately Def- definitely doesn't get solved but it's like if you think about it for, okay you started off talking about psychological terms. Have you heard of Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. It's a bit like that, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. You know it's just anyone that's watching doesn't know what Stockholm Syndrome is, which we better do. Uh, essentially it actually came from um in in Stockholm there were people that had been abducting yeah um uh, kidnapped lots of people and held them, what do you call it, hostage, or whatever. Yeah. When you, when yeah, you, you keep yeah. them living there, and by the end of it, because the, it's a situation that becomes familiar, the people that you'd expect to resent the, the, uh, the guys that had captured them, you end up feeling sympathy for them. Essentially, yeah, that so that's kind of Stockholm syndrome, uh, and that's what football is. It's what, <laughs> we're all victims of Stockholm syndrome. So yeah. We're so, so yeah. miserable, we're <laughs> <They're They're laughs> miserable, so, yeah. but
0: you kind of have sympathy
3: for these people that have trapped you in this prison, Jim.
0: Yeah, uh, probably. Well, definitely. My, my dad's a huge part of it. I, I started. I went to my first game, and I was sort of oh, was it five, or five. Yeah, five. So I tried
3: to do that. Because I was six. He's now gone for the five. Gone.
0: Uh, did you say six? Yeah. Didn't hear that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I started playing football at the same time. And I think, if I'm honest, sort of being, I was good at football, kind of straight away, which was fortunate. Yeah. And so that's more and more enjoyable experience. And QPR, the first first time I supported them, first season I supported them. I think I went to like eight games or something on the trot, and they kept they won each wow. time, and I felt like. Who was is is your
3: first hero there then? Was it's it right, Kevin Gallon? Roy Weggelin? Like, so my
0: first season, we finished um, we finished fifth in the Premier League first year of the Premier League. Okay. Um, so Les Ferdinand Ray right. Wilkins Holloway mm. uh, David Barsley Andy Sinton right. Andy Sinton oh uh, yeah he was overrated
3: yeah. Andy s-
0: he was great yeah, for he us was. he was great for us he was but he was like
3: overall so he went to yeah I didn't like him
0: yeah he went to s- s- Shiverwood didn't he yeah played yeah about 12 games Jesus crazy he played for England you should have had a cut <laughs> nah, he was good he was yeah, clever no, but funny. I think that I think that is a part of it for for me as it goes on as it evolves, that's why I was saying. I think when you said it's a puzzle that you solve, I don't think I don't think it is because I think the, the way I felt about football when I was fifteen to the way I football feel about it now is a little bit different. Mm. It's definitely like it is all about just going with my dad. That is that's, that's what it is now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I want us to do well, but I think you, when you get through so many seasons and so it many, it comes less dads,
3: about doing well and more yeah. about culturally what it. Oh, uh, not culturally, but. Uh, what you get out of it as a human being the family thing because yeah it's like I, I don't care and I've said this before, if we get into the Premier League or not I don't care I want us to win every single game passionately because I'm competitive and if you're going to the match you're not sitting there oh we've lost that's yes. a good laugh it's not that no, you no, can't no. help it but I don't want us to be in the Premier League what I do want is because the club a few years ago went, well a while ago I went into administration uh, we had about eight pros to start the season and it looked like we might fold and at that point I was like fuck I want this to be a part of my community because I know it means a lot to a lot of people and there's the whole history of my family and my life of going there that you don't want that thing to kind of disappear so I was actually just at a position where I just wanted it to exist yeah. even if it, if it never got above the basement division I wanted it to exist so whenever I go home I can go with my family and and, and have that and complete that little nostalgic yeah. thing
0: I think life um, uh, the, thing I, the thing about life and sport that I kind of try and link in together and that's why I'm, I, I think I am generally quite ambitious is that I think life's about moments and achievements and that's why if there's another season and we go down that gives us a chance to go up again which gives yeah. me a moment with my dad yeah. so yeah. I'm, I, it doesn't really change the fact that I'm like We've got Wigan today In a game that Probably means Absolutely nothing For either Well Wigan might go down Doesn't matter But uh, Still when I'm there I want us to win I'm desperate for us to win Because it's QPR And because I want us to do Well, well
2: I've got an understanding About why you guys Why you guys like football And where it came from Go on But what, what turned you in from someone who liked the sport And, and, and turned you into a fanatic Because we haven't answered that question and What do you I, mean by fanatic? Well, well so you're fanatical about it like, like your missus isn't right. So what I'm to say is How would you explain it to someone How would you explain your love of football An intangible, something you can't control That causes you up the agony at times And complete jubilation How would you explain it to someone who doesn't Know or like football An alien who's come down I
0: think Matt had it right it's a, it's a soap opera that never ends Never ever ends, and you. So you can go to like you can go to the missing go, but it's but it's the third Mm. round the FA Cup. Yeah, Mm. and she's like what? Or it's like, but it's Wigan at home. Yeah, (laughs) which means nothing. But the the story's always going going on, and that's why it's always important. And it's
3: true. I mean, look, this is a thing about um, because football. I mean, let's face it, this happens in all kinds of things. People care a lot about Game of Thrones or coronation street or whatever they care a lot about these narratives and which have got characters which has which has got jeopardy and got all these vital ingredients which kind of football has and people care a lot about that stuff and i actually kind of in a way i think that it's more indicative of a situation whereby because we like to watch we're voyeurs we like to see people going through these things it's how someone that has a i don't know jade fucking goody or someone that does something on a on tv people start to give a shit about her life because she's had this rock bottom moment and then people kind of want to watch that it's like when people drive down the motorway and they see a crash they kind of all the traffic slows down because people want to see there's something about us as human beings that are obsessed with what other people are kind of going through and i think that it's also quite sad in a way because so i i don't mind and this brings into i think fans of of teams that are doing well I think a lot of people start to place too great an emphasis on the success or the failure of that team Uh, and they almost outsource their own happiness to, 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 to Liverpool or Arsenal or Man United or something like that to the point where if their team wins the league they're walking around like I'll say it again, 10 men in a wetsuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, get a t-shirt with them. But but they're walking like 10 men in a wetsuit, you know, like it's them that's (laughs) fucking done it. That's that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I actually think that this is a bit of a problem because, so so I don't, what happens in my life, a football team or whatever isn't going to ultimately dictate my happiness. That's why I can say that if we, into Premier League I don't care that's why I can say that going out of that league into a league below and coming back some people couldn't when I said that on Social Club Pen couldn't understand it yeah. like, what get fucking relegated are you off your head and, but as James says like actually who cares it's a fun moment it's a fun experience I'd like to know defeat to know victory you know rather than yeah 100% than- that's, that's
2: it, it every time oh, there's been some times in my life where I've, we've had some bad results against Arsenal and it's hurt and there's times when i thought maybe
0: football ain't for me I mean, this is too painful this that is Newcastle game last year even I was I was watching it at the pub and yes. <laughs> I was 6-0 the 5-1 of
2: yeah. the last game of the season but, well but, but all of the misery it is completely wiped out for that moment a moment of glory and, and I think there's an interesting difference between play, t- fan, fans that, that follow big clubs Ie the top six in the Premier League and fans that, that follow teams that have, have have experienced a Championship and lower in recent times and the difference is that a lot of these big clubs live so vicariously fans from big clubs live so vicariously through the, the teams the players and the team's success and their happiness depends on the players whereas there's a much more old school traditional way of supporting a club that has been through the mill a lot and then we're talking about
0: the majority of football. It's weird though because all that being said. Craig, my mate, who's a Stoke City fan, and he's very similar to you in his kind of his views on on football. He's not too actually bothered about the game itself as yeah. much. He's like they've been ninth family like last 15 years or something in the Premier League. Yeah, he's money. like if they lose, if they lose to West Brom when they could have gone eighth. He's a mess. Until <laughs> <So, like>, the <laughs> next game. In we've chatted about it. We have this thing called like we did this thing called um uh, great give, yeah, we tried to try to give something up for footballing Lent, and his was to not get so upset about <laughs> about um, about nah. Stokes. And then we, we had this other thing called confession, where yeah. you confess to something that you've got wrong. And he said, like, "I've fallen off the wagon. Like, <laughs> I really thought we we're going to be eighth, and then we fucking drew with Burnley at home." <laughs> so, he's, he's and, true, and he's though, so yeah. they're seen as like a very middle of the road team now, but it still affects him. So yeah. it is it's very different for everyone.
2: Um, I've got a question for you guys Another one Um, If you had the choice Between watching your side play And no other football Ever again The only games you can watch Involve QPR Or Huddersfield Respectively Hmm. Or You can watch as much football As you want But you'll never be able to watch Your side play again Which would you choose? Well oh, well you have announced, many, What's your one hundred percent? I would much rather watch Tottenham, but I, I, you know, I, if someone says to me you can't watch football, you can watch you can watch Tottenham, but no other football. I'd like, that's pretty much me now, anyway. So, <laughs> like, but, but, but what about you? Because you, you yeah. I'm more interested in you? Because I think I know what you're going to say. Because yeah. you'd rather watch Huddersfield, of course. Yeah, but James, he
3: bloody loves football. <laughs> he <does. laughs> He's like doing that Adidas. Advert years ago, where David Beckham was that African kid who said, "I kiss football," yeah. and then it was like, oh, "That's James." That, <laughs> that,
0: that was That was af- That's what I see every time I look at yeah. James, the African James. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. I, I love sport. I love the like. I love. There's no script to it as well. Like, I fucking. I think that's amazing. Stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's amazing. though that, like, the most bizarre shit happens that you could never ever call. I yeah. think that's awesome and, you ne- and that can happen at any moment like Sutton I watched that entire game last night and I, I was like you know when it was 1-0 for mm. a lot of it you're kind of like this could, yeah, this could happen this could happen yeah, and look. it could have it could have happened Lincoln I watched that one as well and, and it did happen and and you would never script that You, would, mm. if you take all the variables you wouldn't say that that's going to happen answering your question choose James yeah choose yeah keep it your- yeah,
2: because it, it is the sport is important. You've got to have a team. doesn't exist. You've got to have a team.
0: It's like the people that like football but don't yeah. affiliate. You're missing all the good shit. Yeah. If you don't affiliate yourself to a team and fall in love with it. I think that's really tough, though. Like I want to have an NFL team, but I'm not, I've watched too many NFL documentaries, so I kind of like them all. Right. And I haven't got. Yeah. I can't. And because England, it's, you know, it's your country, and QPR, it's your dad yeah. taking you there, yeah. there's no choice. And so I I think It's really tough For fans who just Like the sport To pick a team How did you pick A team at NFL Um, I
3: can't remember how I mean I didn't Pick them in a formula It's again It's just
0: They
3: In fact, There they are are. But the um, Like I watch Every I, I watch all their games I have Game Pass Which I pay 100 Dollars for a quid off, I yeah. a month no, <laughs> yeah. a and, and I watch that and that's what I watch so I don't watch I will watch the odd game or I'll watch the odd highlights of the odd game because you have the odd player that, that captures your imagination but ultimately um, that's a team and, and that's what tells me that there's something about us that kind of latch on to that narrative because I'm the Raiders have been losing for years and it's been clear for the last four or five years they were in such a bad state with the contracts that they'd got that they were clearly going to be losing for a few years right it was, but still I was so invested in that team and with that history of watching them and the narrative of the players and the whole situation that I, I, I still can't stop watching it, it sorry it, to stop it, me but it's that it's yeah. that it's that drive even though you know it's not going to pay off yeah. it's what is that inside someone that makes you put yourself through yeah. it's Lewis, that Lewis. love and, it, but, and uh, but, and I think the now. yeah it is there's definitely a lot of the but I mean some people jump around right mm. some people are kind of yeah, yeah I support uh, I support Chelsea and I always liked to my uncle was from London and now they're then you know and then they're, they're City you know in fact there's a guy on my Facebook I went to school with him he's a fucking last year seriously Leicester everywhere I'm fucking kidding you know Leicester everywhere same. this year someone actually tagged him on a post the other day and went oh yeah fucking can't help but notice the lack of Leicester shit going on on fa- on your Facebook feed this year, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've been busy. Like, fuck yeah. off! But there's um, but with with the Raiders, in terms of it hurting you, okay. So we've got to a stage where we've been really good this year, and then during childbirth, sorry, during I during, during labour, my own daughter's labour, Derek Carr broke his leg. This was Christmas yeah. Eve, right? We went to, and he broke his leg. Now, I think that if that meant two weeks earlier or two weeks later, that would have rocked me because that ended the season and all of a sudden it was just over. And we, we, this was our first winning season in 15 years. So what do you think about all them Sundays I've sat down and watched Game Pass and watched us going shit and then all of a sudden we come out the other side, we're a good side, we've got 12 wins, we're in the playoffs and then the fucking quarterback breaks his leg and that ends it because you can't get by without a quarterback, right? Yeah and if that hadn't have happened at a time where I had fundamentally more important shit going on i.e. my daughter and Ty and all that so I think that that would have fuck yeah, I would have been in a very bad mood because you've earned that yeah, yeah earned that. you put the
0: work in there yeah and then I've, I, that's what I'm I like I, that I almost there's a weird sadistic kind of no we stay to the end here. we stay <laughs> to the end it's 6-0 I know <laughs> yeah. but i tell you what <laughs> I, I get those I've said to you many times. you cash in you get to cash in those points at some point yeah, I believe yeah. in that
2: Calmer, believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah absolutely because you've experienced it many times and most football fans have and it it's that having to, having to work for And experience Those miseries What I'm actually realising As we're talking Is that You know I've, I've talked about misery Unbridled joy uh, uh, You know Depression These are all extremes Of what it is to be human And that's what I think You feel sport something And yeah. football gives you if, you if you've emotionally invested In something It allows you to feel Those extremes Because mm-hmm. depression Is horrible Don't get me wrong You know I wouldn't wish it On anybody but it's human and it makes you feel alive. Yeah. And, and I think as human beings, a lot of people would do anything to reach those peaks just to experience a bit of what it means to be alive. And football, without much danger, gives you all of that stuff. It's not like, say, taking drugs where there's a danger it's attached true, to it. So true. Or drinking heavily because you want to numb some of this stuff. Football, while... Depressing at times actually is a quite safe way to feel the, the extremities of what it is to be human. I think mean, maybe yeah. that's part of it.
3: Yeah, but when you do start to, to place too much emphasis on that event that's mm. out of your actual control, sure, you can try and suck the ball in from behind the goal yeah. or you can shout a bit louder, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, to get the best chant, but ultimately, you. you you have no responsibility for it yeah. and i think that when you start to place too much emphasis on something that you have no control over because yeah. it's very smart in terms of mind management to try only worry about the things that are within your control. Mm. So worrying about football and sport too much when you have no control over it is dangerous. Yeah. Um. So, so I actually think it's kind of an unhealthy thing in a way. Yeah, and, and people should. <laughs> but because. But I think some people lose that balance, right? Yeah. That that's the problem. Is it's alright for me? I've got a business. I've you know I've got things. But some people that don't have that and yeah. really fucking give a shit. And then when that goes wrong, they're devastated by it. But what, yeah. is that heart, talking so about that high. Is
0: that what's stronger? What's a stronger height? That, that feeling as a fan when you're f- fucking feeling that roar of, and feeling like you're influencing the game. Because uh, sometimes uh, at Loftus yeah. Road, you, like, what's better that than the goal or the goal itself? Because uh, you're right. You're completely right that you, we d- can't control what they're doing. But we can give them a little, we can give them a little nudge yeah, by doing it. And so you do, do have a 0.5%. But it can make a difference, and that—that's an amazing feeling in football. It when is
2: it, an amazing feeling, but it's such an insignificant impact that. Sorry. I disagree. I disagree. No, no. What I'm saying, sorry, it's, it's so insignificant. <laughs> what you believe, <laughs> no, Jim. What you believe you're doing isn't probably very true. The players are so good now that actually.
0: That's not true. I've got to give you an example. God. Chelsea. First time I played Chelsea at home when we were back in the Prem. Mm. Hadn't played them for 15 years or something. And they came to Loftus Road And it was so loud So intimidating I see what, Juan Matic came over to take a corner And he shat himself He <laughs> literally <laughs> shat himself And he had to get taken off after 35 minutes He literally shat, he himself. Literally shat himself But they would make, he was, was, he was rocked He was rocked Because he's used to play in these massive places But somewhere like that Somewhere like Loftus Road Where literally you're a yard away And you're just screaming at these guys it yeah. definitely had an impact There's no way We would beat a team like Chelsea yeah. If there wasn't that uh, the, the, Okay,
3: did. So yes The crowd can totally Have an impact I mean uh, So I remember We played uh, Millwall in the playoffs A few years ago When Kenny Jackett was there And they'd been up there Near the top all year We were six right? We, we played them in The over two legs Played at Huddersfield Drew 0-0 Went to their place And Kenny Jackett Was very smartly In the press Whipping them up Going Our crowd is very intimidating We're the 12th man Guys, you really make a difference. All this chat, and we got there, and we were quite a young team at the time. People like Anthony in Turn, um, a few other guys, but we were quite a young side, and they were a nasty, thuggish bunch and essentially what they did they're fucking literally any time we had a throw just like that there were people fucking stood I'm going to fucking going there <laughs> they were Millwall in yeah. it off yeah. right and we shit it you could tell like they we we lost 2 0 we didn't even want to upset them by tackling them like we you could see that this
0: our team was intimidated by the whole experience so so in that thing that they did definitely make a difference and I'll tell you what you you always be missing out if you get into automatic because if you get to have that home leg for Huddersfield in the semi-finals of the playoffs Against Leeds on a night on an evening game. Yeah, yeah no, it's I, look, I understand. I understand that at the Anfield thing, and I understand that
3: momentum can happen, and the crowd plays a role in all that. Both in both in stopping it and both in terms of building it. And I think momentum actually is is a very interesting subject about how to get that and control that within a game. And actually, it's something that is kind of ignored mm-hmm. broadly yeah. in the football conversation. But the ability to kill that momentum. <laughs> As Italians are very good at doing and Tank have always is. been good at, I think we just play a little bit too honest, but that's a, that's a different chat. Um, in fact, go on, it. I'm fucking not what I'm talking about. Now. No, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I,
2: just, um, <laughs> I, I, I just. I just want to know the moment when you realised it wasn't about the sport and it was it was that feeling in your guts. Can you? I want a specific moment, and I'll give you some time because I, I can answer it. But a specific moment when you, in history when you was watching football, or it might have been something you experienced. And it was you realized, oh fuck! I'm in, I'm involved here. And not, not that you might have had that thought process. You might have just think, "For I belong to something greater than myself," and, and I'm either unhappy about it or happy about it. So, my, my one, why you ever think would have been? Um, it would have been 95. So it would have been about 13, 14. It would have been 14. 14 um, Spurs had just beaten um, Arsenal 2-1. Got uh, Sherinham, no, Sherinham oh. and and Chris Armstrong. Had scored. They had a good team, including Dennis Bergkamp. So, you know, this was the, the start of Arsenal's, you know, surgence into to what they became in the late '90s and early 2000s, and to the mid 2000s. Uh, and we beat them, and we beat them, f- you know, well. And there was you no know, celebration at the time, and and there was two realizations I had, and I still remember them vividly to this day. One, that I didn't want, I didn't. I wasn't concerned by the points until afterwards that I realised we'd beaten them and that helped us up the league, right? I was realised by that. I realised that that wasn't what I was interested in. The only thing I was interested in was 90 minutes against them scumbags at our place and that we'd do anything to win. That was the first part. So it wasn't about the competition. It was about that moment against the rivals. The second part of it was that, thank fuck, that's over and I don't have to go through that for another <coughs> five months, and we've won. Really? And that was a realization I've come. I, I, I came to, which meant that it meant more than the sport. It was the it was the the, the storylines around it. It was the feeling of not having to worry about going to school because I was going to get destroyed because I was the only Spurs fan in the class. Yeah. It was it was that.
0: Which Matt touched on last week, which I thought was such a good point: is that the big the big uh, t- fans of the big teams haven't got to do the press that <laughs> fans of of uh, yeah.
3: Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: The smaller teams. Have to yeah. do. It's amazing that that was such a big part
2: of it, and you. I remember it vividly. You know, it doesn't. You know, it's it's it was uh, it was all encompassing, and nothing about the competition purely about beating your rivals. Mm. And at fourteen, I understood it implicitly.
0: You guys got an answer? I've kind of got a few like Nebby. I don't know if it's answering that question yeah because I
2: when did I didn't realise I'm like bigger than lo- the sport what, 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 when, when, when did you when did you love QPR the club is there a yeah. moment where you looked at and your dad uh, took you or you was holding your dad's hand or you was in a pub for the first time and realised it was more than just a football team it was culturally something that become a part of who you are if you can't answer Like I was saying This is the point of all of this stuff Is we don't have Have to have an answer for it well, I was just, I was just Ego curious You Ma-
3: go Matt If you've got one I don't understand the question well,
2: when, when did you realise That football was less of an issue And it's more your love Of, of Huddersfield
0: Was there a moment
2: Where you thought um, Huddersfield Town
0: oh. Okay I've got one uh, the, the So yeah, as a QPR fan, I, I had a bit of a nightmare because we finished fifth in the Premier League first season. Then oh nightmare! Next, oh, wait, wait. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then over the next,
0: over the next like twenty years, we just basically just dropped and dropped and yeah. dropped and dropped and dropped, and went into administration, and and it was crap, and we were fucking embarrassing and all that stuff. And then Holloway came back, and this is my thing with Holloway, the one I'm so crazy about, because he he made it about. A collective And he basically gave The fans It connected the fans And the players And the club together again And so We were at such a low We had I think I'm probably getting this wrong But I think we had like Seven players Three of them were goalkeepers And we were getting All these random guys From all over the place Just to try and get A squad together We didn't make the playoffs That year We finished about ninth The year after We had a bit of a nightmare The first half of the season And then Uh went on this incredible run you talk about momentum we just had this amazing level of momentum got into the playoffs and anyways playoff semi-final, second leg 86th minute Paul Furlong <sighs> scored scored the winner we beat yeah. Oldham 1-0 and I hadn't had a good I hadn't had a really decent moment of that level ever as a QPR fan because we'd gone from Doing okay in the prem to doing worse and worse and worse. We would had one great day when we beat Palace six 0 to stay up. Mm. One year. and but that was relief. Whereas this, it was and I, on that on a night game as well. Paul Fowler score, scored, and I was, must have been about fifteen or something, and I couldn't stop screaming yes. Yeah. And there'd be like a, a, it would die down a bit. It would like kind of there'd be about ten seconds in between it, and I would just fucking scream it again. Mm. And yeah. that was like that was. That I got it, I got the the high of a, of being a yeah. being a football fan at that moment because I just had shit moments for that whole period of time, yeah. And that's why I think when you, you do earn it, mm, yeah, earn as well. But yeah, right. I don't know if that answers that question. No,
2: no, it's good, it's good. Um, so um, I, I think what a really interesting one um, is obviously with, with love, often comes hatred as mm. well, and and. Uh, when, when did you do you realise that you had negative feelings, or, or, or what are those negative feelings, and how did they manifest through? Uh, so was it Leeds United, or yeah, or was it, for you? Is it is it Chelsea? Chelsea.
3: It's definitely Chelsea. It's gotta be in it for you. Uh, it was, weird, but it's dead weird, because right? When I was a kid and I first went to watch watch Huddersfield, uh, I used to just I was obsessed with the away end. Yeah, Like fucking obsessed with football exactly songs. the same it was, it was fucking awesome and it was funny because my um, Dan was down my little cousin and he was we went to a uh, caught up with some friends at some drinks that night like he went to the QPR game when Dan was down mm. so we went out went to a birthday party afterwards we caught up with a few few, friends, a few of my mates from uni and he was telling them about some of his first experiences of support, support, as a kid and his awareness of football and like, like he's talking about me turning up with this fucking like giant banana, inflatable banana, <laughs> and, like and it's because like the fucking the away end was just like I used to spend all my time watching that. And when teams would come like from Lancashire that were doing well. Uh, or even so, like Sheffield United, for example, or, or Bolton, or or Birmingham Wolves. You know where they'd fucking fill out that away end, and it was all terracing, and it was just a fucking drunken mess. Grimsby just with all the fucking inflatable haddocks right just fucking and they had this song it was mental right but they all it was like every single one of them Nor- Norwich used to come and every one of them had an inflatable <laughs> yellow canary Man City just had everything broke dolls lilos fucking bananas everything but Grimsby had this fucking they all had this inflatable haddock <laughs> right because Grimsby's good for fish and chips and they were doing this <laughs> song where they were there going seriously for 90 minutes hardy hardy haddock hardy haddock is a fish, <laughs> and it was fucking amazing. A uh, Bolton, right? This one where uh, Bolton, because awesome. we had the biggest floodlights in Europe at the times. So, right, I 20, yeah. Like, yeah, well, and they're all like it was like four Eiffel towers, right? Essentially, and this Bolton, and people used to come and like climb up. Like every now and again, someone'd run, jump over, and get up the floodlight, and then the police would all run, so he'd, he'd get to the top the police had dispersed it kind of come down the thing to try and get back into the crowd police would all run back up so he'd come up so guys would spend the whole match like yeah, not wanting yeah, to get like yeah. watching from the fucking top of a flood like with his trousers around his ankles yeah. and so. you just had all this stuff going on and so although I hated it I used to actually get this slight, strange, perverted love for seeing them explode and seeing confetti go or can tip I, the tip and all can that. Can I carry that on, right? Because I, I have the exact same thing and
2: I, this is an admission. I've, nev- I've never, personally, never expl- spoken about my infatuation with away fans before, but I just think it's like a general feeling that most fans have. But I do spend a lot of my time watching the away fans um, and when they score the goal that explosion yeah. that mass
0: of arms yeah. limbs is what it's called yeah, yeah you see the limbs. dull sound of it you said it yeah. last week like, that dull sound is so painful <laughs> and and that, that 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 silence, that silence
3: and then it goes because like they're, they're waiting to see if it's gone in especially if they're at one end of the pitch and they just see the net Yeah, like, did you see your end
2: yeah. and the feeling the feeling is that you've got this dull you've got kind of obviously again it's that dull kind of foreboding doom right a feeling of foreboding that you have lost this game And then an envy That they're, they're experiencing this And you're not and, and not only that They're experiencing this At your expense And I remember I've seen Arsenal score Lots of goals at Tottenham And they're looking across And begrudgingly looking up I can't stop myself From looking over at them Arsenal fans Even when they're. Ex- oh, I'm doing this again <laughs> I can't When Arsenal score at Tottenham I can't stop myself From looking up And seeing the mayhem That's, that's ongoing there and, and while I hate it I kind of look over And you think You lucky bastards I wish I was yeah. feeling like that and, and I know that When Spurs scored, that hurts, Harry, Harry Kane scored That goal against Arsenal Last season We went 2-1 up um, In the game That ended 2 That I could tell it was mayhem Around me Because people were on the floor Like yeah. I've told the story About my brother Who doesn't move during a game Just mm-hmm. watches it Arms folded Like that tense The jubilation on his face on the floor, his yeah. arms in yeah. the air, just screaming his ass off. That's, nice. That's fucking football, yeah. that, that, that that moment. Um, but yeah, the, the, the hatred, the hatred is is, is a funny thing because it's a strong emotion, and um, it goes hand in hand. If you love your football team, naturally most hate. Yeah. Ad, I can't wake up. Is wake up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brentford's rival? you do wait. Keep QPR Oh.
4: <laughs> ah, you know more Fulham. Yeah,
3: keep going for them. Yeah, and, and do and you hate uh, Brentford? No, not really. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's, really. that's the worst. That's worse. Yeah, I know that. I know
0: that. No, no, no. No, you only <laughs> hate, <laughs> hate us. <laughs> <laughs> but we've so we've gone up and down the leagues, and I used to hate Crystal Palace, mm. hate them because they were there. Mm. They're like I can reach them, but yeah. they're better than us, and they're just pissing me off.
3: Yeah,
0: Chelsea. That's more like. There's no way they're miles ahead, but but there is still that edge. But it's always the team that's just above you. So Brentford, I because my best mate's a Brentford fan. When they're in League Two and League One, desperately wanted them to do well. And and then the year they uh, when they've done so much better than us. Oh no, the year the guys they fin- they finished fourth. I was still able to be fifth. Sorry, still able to be like go on, you know, go for it because we were in the prep. But this year and last year, I've al- I've always gone. All right, steady on now. <laughs> that's Enough now. But <laughs> I do. It, I desperately want us to above be above you me. in the league, not it? Yeah, level on points. You've got a and you got game in hand. Yeah, all above right, you. Fair enough. <laughs> Keep talking. The, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is. That's what it's about. What yeah. it's about. It's you taking their, they're oh, well, taking your glory away from you. I want to test
3: your you uh, Well, I was building on that because it, it's true. Like I, like I don't mind us not getting to the Premier League, right? But I fucking hated it when Bradford got there, <laughs> and then Barnsley <laughs> got there. It was just. <laughs> fucking we're, we're a bigger club than both them clubs right we have a history we won the league three times in a row and then when they're up there and then they're looking down at you have been like mugging you off yeah. it's not right <laughs> fucking Wigan I'm not being funny I remember going to Wigan as a kid they're a rugby town Henderson Gill Martin of Fire Ellery Hanley all that rugby town yeah. I remember going to Springfield Park they didn't even have fucking anything it was just a grass fucking banking I remember being there you, you, the even you now scored, for facts. you slipped and fell over and then they're in the Premier League and I, it's just not, not right. So, right so when they sign players that's what annoyed me because Bradford went and they they had a couple of people like Dee Windass who I always kind of wanted to play for us and I always thought he was gonna but when they got Chris fucking Waddle <laughs> oh, yeah. that really hurt Jeez, me exactly loving, I didn't, didn't like it. that because I loved Waddle as a kid like he was the, like when I was a young kid Waddle was for me like the I just loved the way he played the, the way that he didn't need pace it just kind of Drop a shoulder, he'd throw the whole defence the wrong way So that was horrible Seeing clubs like that that you hate That you felt that you were actually had more Than all of a sudden getting up there and doing that It's envy isn't it? It it is envy And I remember because we always had ding-dongs with Bradford And and right now where Leeds are our rivals Even though for a bit... Leeds were obviously Playing in the Champions League And we were fucking Worrying about Bradford Do you know what I mean So But I remember this one time I worked in Leeds After the university For one year And there were some Bradford fans there Right And there was this girl Called Kate Leska Dead corner, cool, dad Big Bradford fans We had this massive game With them coming up At the weekend And I was driving to work, uh, work. So I'd gone and got my car And I was driving on We'd been bantering Obviously as you do All the time And you know, had that kind of thing that you would have with, a, with an Arsenal fan here and I remember I was uh, just kind of driving and I, I was uh, coming up to traffic lights and I saw them walking down the road right so I was like right window oh, we're going to fucking kill like that, literally just switched off like, right <laughs> so just as I'm giving it large just for, I only nudged this car so I was kind of stopping as yeah. it is but i like looked around into the back of a car that's football so embarrassing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's
0: being that's, a back. Yeah. that's being a QBR fan as soon as you think you're in the prime like, yeah, riding into well, yeah. the distance then Jose Basinga turns up
2: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that was embarrassing alright so, uh, Jim do you want to shoot off in a second but um, I, I, there's two more things I'll, I, will, I one question I want to ask you firstly if you could remove Chelsea from football just like that if you could remove Leeds from football just no, like that not at all you wouldn't do it Batman needs the Joker. Oh, joke good versus evil that kind of thing and of leads course. are evil when you are good that's so right I understand that QPR would you remove Chelsea from the face of the planet yes <laughs> <laughs> I would I would 100% remove Arsenal I would 100% remove them I want them to go out of business I want everyone and their fans to feel that pain and I want to be able to gloat While they feel Feel that that's cruel It yeah, isn't think, cruel yeah. And then I'll, have, I'll, I'll, I'll find a new rival A better one Yeah it's London isn't it There's a lot of teams about Chelsea 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 Get rid of um, Alright and, and, and There's an interesting thing About how defensive people are About their own players As well Because we're You two I know you guys You're level headed You're sensible human beings Alright mm. you, you approach things Generally from a position Of, of, of t- weighing up the evidence yeah. And then making your decisions So you come across informed Definitely. So, there's been instances in sport where people have been so blinkered <laughs> by their own agenda that they would it, they would detract from the, the person that would otherwise give a very kind of measured re- response. And the, the examples would be the Baltimore Flans, uh Baltimore, Tim Baltimore, Baltimore Flans. No, You mean
3: Ray Rice, not Tim Rice?
2: Ray Rice when yeah, he beat right. up his would-be yeah. wife in an elevator. Yeah, that's Ray Rice. But, but they defend they they defended him right they, they look I'm going by the article I read they did to a point but well, they said it's alright
3: as long as you're throwing no, the ball no, they did well. well he was running back but they, they did to a point <laughs> but but it, I mean that was actually a case whereby it kind of made the NFL start to look at it because you can't be taking all these this brand and this marketing and then be actually sanctioning stuff like that yeah. so he ended up being suspended never playing but it was only when there was actually a bit of a rise up against it so i think at first they did yeah um, but yeah it All right, to, but what reason, are you talking yeah, about it? suarez yeah so so the kind of racism stuff
2: and the diving and the biting he's pretty deplorable yeah. character yeah. Wait, wait,
0: what Have you ever felt like that and defended someone in your own club despite knowing that they'd done something wrong joe button yeah. joe button did the, the headbutt of the man city game and he was saying i was trying to get him sent off i mean it's nonsense the, and he was i thought he was absolute scum for a long time but he came back and kind of turned it around see I, I don't mind a a
3: headbutt in a football match I don't Do you know what I mean like, Just a little no, but I, I don't mind a bad tackle Like I mean In that Millwall game I was talking about before I was crying out For someone to put Two fucking feet Through one of their players Because that would have Changed the fucking The atmosphere We need to do something That, that galvanised a bit of it. Even if you took A fucking red Sometimes those things Can, can be Not changing.
0: against Man City so, anyway. <laughs> so,
3: Yeah of course Because that costs you So so I, no, I don't mind people Doing that stuff right But I think what's more But I'd say Yeah of course he deserved to go But I'm glad he fucking did it because yeah. there's times when you're watching your team getting fucked and you're sitting there thinking someone fucking hit him do you know what uh, I mean do yeah. something if I were out there I'd fucking well do it I'd get a red because you want to change you want to impact on it so I, so I don't mind that what your question is about is about it's about con- it, Yeah, it's about seeing things biased and I think it talks about it's about confirmation bias in a way right so in life if you are going into something determined to see it, so if you are fucking always um, a negative opinion, you blame other people for your problems. What you'll do is you'll walk around and you will find things that ultimately reinforce that frame of mind. Yeah. And that's why when people talk about being positive and being and being positive and looking at things with you know from a very positive point of view then what you'll probably find is that you'll start to see positive things like the world reflects kind of what you're looking for so those people that are angry they're kind of walking down the road wanting to knock arms with someone they'll find that because they're fucking looking for it and I think that you have this in football because there's a lot of times that that football fans start to feel particularly biased so they only see the circumstances in which their players fouled or their guys you know innocent in it but they don't see the things that they do and that's just a psychological thing that, that ultimately that we as human beings have on on sc- uh, scale
2: okay. so, that is I can't yeah that's pretty much nailed it um, alright and then finally we'll, it's good we'll, isn't it
3: yeah was, that's the kind of thing that we're going to do on that channel when, which is going to be starting soon it's more about that kind of Matt stuff World. Matt World.
2: <laughs> links in the description below go and follow that if you're interested in business and football together yeah is that right is. more or less yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and finally, before I know, James, you've got a meeting in like a couple of minutes. So, um, what, what, what impact does this have on football, and what would the sport be without all the things that we discussed? And there's a very simple answer here fucking shit middle of the road it'd be you know it'd be it'd be for people that enjoy stats and facts and, and, and that's fine you know there's some one quick question no, for Adam are you going to stay with me and answer these questions you got to go
3: oh have you got to go Yeah. yeah give you, I'll go, give you five minutes
2: all right. All right. Oh, cheers, yeah, cheers. All
3: right. give us five minutes I'll, we'll I'll make you give you fucking five
2: okay, minutes thank sunshine. you perfect, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> do you know what is he's about the love the hatred the biased opinion what would the
0: game be without it vanilla it would, just be, it would just be, like, fucking fencing. Like, yeah, like Chelsea, like, actually, you know, we've lost five nil to them, we've lost loads of times to them. We've beat them once, <laughs> and I tell you what, it's bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. I can live with that.
2: Funny. Yeah, that, there's your five minutes, fuck off.
0: Can we do the <laughs> questions?
2: Uh, we can do, well, yeah, we'll take longer than five minutes. All right, anyway, so uh, we've got some questions. We're a pod, as ever. If you have questions, leave hashtag... hashtag Ball, long Ball Street questions in the YouTube That's comments below. Pod Has, questions. Hashtag, hashtag pod questions <laughs> in the comments below on YouTube. And we do read every comment on there. Uh, leave them and we'll respond, even the ones that have being nasty, generally to me. Um, I, I do read them. Uh, so keep them up because every time you do that, you write a nasty, it adds to our engagement and pushes us up, us up the algorithm. Mm. So you think you're being arseholes, but actually you're helping. <laughs> All right, uh, Blade, uh, sorry, Blaine Agard, uh, on, on Twitter, he says, Has there ever been a player that's played for your rivals that you secretly liked? And that doesn't mean appreciate. I, mean, I don't know what that means, you can take it on your own, but uh,
3: tons it, of them, you know. Leeds, You'll
2: right. give us an example on why.
3: Um, I. Uh, there's always players that, that play for your rivals that you look at and, and you rate and you think, fuck, he's brilliant, I wish you'd play for us. Uh, Striker Woods for Leeds at the moment, what we could do with a big man like that, that's able to um, capitalise on balls into the box, that's kind of a unit, a focal point, strong with his back to goal, plays other people in and he's a bit of a thug. Uh, we could absolutely do with that kind of a presence. Um, and he scored quite a lot of goals he scored against us so I look at him and he's someone that I think uh, we actually were linked with him a couple of years back so he's someone that I wish that we had and there's always people like that mm. again I mean on the pitch you kind of you hate them but but we don't I think there's something about one of these questions that was uh, oh no that's a different question sorry
0: sorry ignore that last bit uh, Lampard really yeah I like him as a person why and he, d- he was a good servant he got the best out of himself as a professional oh, first player it. for a rival was, well, he always did a job, he was, did what, a about, good about? job. what about um, that Sol Campbell <laughs> uh, Adam yeah <laughs> which QPR player do you like uh, okay, which, which KPR KPR would there, would there, player
2: do you like would there have been any was it Richard Langley oh, Richard Langley
4: that is <laughs> <laughs> Richard I
0: Langley I
4: honestly can't think of a single QPR
0: player I thought I'd like to you wait you wait There'll, okay, be There'll be one. There'll be one next time, player. Yeah, I, I, you don't need to ask me that. I, oh, in I fact, you never... should,
3: because you're in the And Everyone knows your players, like Brown Ricketts. Go on. Um, I know. What's I, I, I you not heard? not Ian a ne- Wright No, not absolutely Rick. fucking not. No. Even though he kind of buried the hatchet with you.
2: No, look, he's a nice guy now, and I had a great great time <laughs> spending some time with him. One of the I think the fourth episode we ever did, we spent yeah. about two
3: hours sitting down with Ian Wright and talking about all kinds of things, didn't we, Matt? It was wonderful. It you was. You should if, if you just watch this and you've never. Uh, listen to any of our stuff You should actually go on iTunes And listen to that podcast Yeah uh, Especially if you're a Spurs fan Or an, or an Arsenal fan Yeah I, I flint, get Ian you Wright know. to
2: apologise to me For upsetting me as a child When Arsenal scored He said it, it, You know I'm sorry It wasn't personal It was just You know It was business And do you know what? I or like? did he say that Listen to it
0: It was along those lines Leave him wanting you, more You You <laughs> You know um, yeah. and, um, and just say If you're a fan of my, me I'm not in that one just
2: oh. <laughs> But you do have great touch for a big lad, <laughs> in which you host them right. That's right, that wasn't what I was getting at. Right, enough, enough uh, <laughs> cock smoking <yeah>. done. <laughs> uh Callum Randall, R.I.P. He's not dead. Um, the thoughts on Pygate and the way the Sutton Cup run ended? I think it ended admirably. You know, they did all right. They're, they're, they're a team that was like 150 paces above them in Arsenal, whatever it was. You know, they they're
0: two nil. Two uh, take two nil. I think yeah. they, they, it could have been a lot worse, and I think they, Arsenal they were kind of going for the motions when mm. they to a point it would have been nice if they scored. Pitch looked horrible. The
3: thing is, is right. I I, I saw uh, two seconds of Robbie doing a video, um, and it started off. It was his reaction to the draw. Mm. Um, you know, because obviously Arsenal hadn't finished their leg with Sutton because it hadn't played yeah. before yeah. the draw was. So it was. Arsenal, Sutton versus Lincoln, right? Is that it? Yeah. And he was told, oh, Arsene Wenger, you're lucky because of the draw. And I thought, they're overlooking them. They're oh. overlooking them. They think they're through. And the minute you underestimate and you overlook that, so I was kind of thinking in my head, they're
0: fucking going out know. here. They're going out. Oh, man. They, they were blowing. And i love to go out. Oh, yeah. I, mean, they, they, I mean, they, they look- only train twice a week. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Imagine training twice a week for like three months yeah. and then trying to play Arsenal. You did look at them and <laughs> you thought... <laughs>
2: just chasing him about it was ridiculous it was it it was ridiculous the difference in in physique physique (laughs) that was it
0: Jamie Collins special mention. I thought he was amazing and he's massive (laughs) he's so fat but he's brilliant (laughs) he was so good (laughs) the the pie thing I thought that was um, at the I thought it was a bit embarrassing. A little bit embarrassing. So this is the big fat goalkeeper who... Um, <laughs> Wenshaw, yeah. Otherwise <coughs> um, known as So the rumour is... Uh, <laughs> he cashed into this
2: <laughs> well, The rumour is that he heard that there was a bet going that, the, the, that at some point the cameras were catching him eating the pie. And the accusation that's flying around at the moment is that he got one of his mates to stick a wedge on it and made loads of money. Don't know if that's true. Completely yeah. alleged. that's some... Sunbet tweeted today that they paid out five figures. on it. Yeah, so so Sun, the Sun created this marketplace, and then somehow this guy happened to end up as a sub goalkeeper on camera eating a a big pie, and and then so someone he, ended up paying five.
0: It figures. was shown. It was like very clear that it was yeah. like right. It's like a slow mo. You know yeah.
3: I, okay. So I saw the. I didn't watch that game. I um I was watched a little bit of the Newcastle game whilst um chilling with a nickel I just watched that on my phone so I didn't really watch that Mm. the Sutton game Mm. but um, I did see the social loads of stuff about this guy and it's fucking annoys me that this like it's so easy for PR to capitalise in some shit way like that by knowing full well what's going to happen but I just felt like why be why is everyone doing this it's ridiculous yeah the whole thing was ridiculous but the SunBets have been down there all week because yeah. they had a penalty shootout with Wright who's yeah. was a SunBets spokesman and this guy so it's quite clear that this was all just one big PR thing it was thing. on the ships yeah.
0: as well yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so the
3: whole thing, thing yeah. was a big PR thing so I just don't even understand how A they're allowed to kind of Get away with that, and the fact that we're talking about it now shows it's kind of worked, which makes us complicit in this whole thing that I, I kind of. Have change that the BBC bit. showed it, well, and the BBC did a commercial as well. Out, really. So yeah. I, don't right. Right. Me, I don't know if they're. Know, I don't know let me right.
2: let me spin it. Don't let me like spin it. it. I don't this, like it. So the, the big fat goalie, he he would have, he, he's down on his luck. He spends three days sleeping at the uh, at the stadium, right? Um, and he would have got some money out of it. So hopefully that helped him out but yeah. on a personal level. Let's just it
3: All right, um, thanks for that, Callum. But, yeah, well, that's great, but don't you think that if there's a nice there's something about everyone being kind of conned into this thing a little bit Maybe. you know what I mean right, guys, like... give him some cash then if you fucking air care but like let's not try and get the whole world to get carried over this moment that's not a genuine moment yeah. it just feels a little bit manufactured how about this in thing? an ugly way but by a business that's actually known for being quite bad. manipulative yeah. and yeah. you know right. and it's not short of a bob or two so just give him some cash then if you really like the story or and tell us about that give, rather him, than a
2: fi- give him a fish at least for a day <laughs> give him a, a give him pie him a making pie. machine <laughs> Doing some it'll, it'll, yeah exactly <laughs> whatever yeah. um, alright and uh, worst, worst player have you ever seen play for your respective clubs and uh, this is from uh, Welsh underscore Louis and, and, and was, was it following so much hype around the surrounding players so the worst player you've ever seen for your club
3: following hype are you mad like what hypers have been around any Huddersfield town yeah it's, it's a lot easier for exist. me alright yeah. just tell
2: me about the worst player and, and how bad there's was no it there's no point you go you answer it
3: You don't like this question I don't like the worst player I'll tell you I will say again Scott Arfield he was I was happy to sign him from Falkirk he was disappointed for us he looked like a world beater at Burnley which kind of just shows that players aren't necessarily just shit just because they play bad for you there's other things that play Mm. go on you answer it well, I feel bad now. You're making me feel bad for digging out. No, I last no, but no, we don't I have hyped it, went, players. I don't like this question. Yeah. I feel really bad. No, but it's it hyped players, isn't it? Like they can still be disappointing. But we don't have hyped signings. People, people don't care when we sign when You, you have hyped signings. Um. <laughs> And you're going
2: to say that you're going to so he doesn't no, feel let down. No, i No, no
0: I won't, I won't. Who's was a not, letdown? Who's a letdown? Sergoy Rebrov. Sergoy Rebrov. There go, bloody Rebrov.
2: Come as a I'm the other
3: one, that Pavlachenko.
2: Pavlachenko, no, he I liked him. He was gloriously shit, whereas Rebrov was just toilet. All right, let's move on, because we've got to round up. Harry Ecclesley, he says, Did Adam wear glasses and do his hair and have a beard before he met Vlad? <laughs> Put, it on, Put it
0: on the wide Put it on the wide Put it
2: on the wide Come sit down Adam You've got a little
0: prick <laughs> <laughs> Who's Harry Eckersley my mate Is it? Not anymore uh, Swap with James
2: is he, is he your mate Or is he just a,
4: a good judge of character Hello Ad Hello Where are your glasses and your beard this yeah, week? Yeah where are they? I didn't wear them Contact Did right? you have a beard before? You got contacts me Yeah Alright Cheers really James brilliant. Thank you Um did I have a beard before I of course I did did you of course know. I did I don't know Harry Efferson that seems to think that you might not have done i get can photo we,
3: evidence if you want can we use this few minutes to do because there's been a lot of talk I've noticed in the comments about Adam and Flav talk about birds and stuff well oh, we did and then Stu
2: gives the eye and says is this really what you want to be doing so it's just Stu said yeah uh, he said well, you got to think about what you're doing and the impact <laughs> that has on Wall Street oh, there are a lot shit. of eyes on what we're doing at the moment you need to stop thinking boy he you know, like kind of mean might, might be exaggerating yeah, a little yeah, bit, but um, yeah. I, he doesn't want us to.
3: Okay, well, how is it? How is the?
2: Uh, yeah, how's the love how's life it going? How's the, love life the it's good.
4: Up? Did you have a Valentine's date? No, I went to Reading away,
2: which <laughs> <think, yeah>. was <laughs> great. Um, so, if you basically, we were thinking about um, without not being sexist in any way, just talking about Adam's um, adventures, because we're we're old now. I'm in a committed relationship, and and so is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's Matt when he's yeah. got a baby and stuff but you, you add
4: am Single Pringle
3: Single <laughs> and once you pop you can't stop on well, Adam <laughs> that's what I've heard. No. Yeah. So, yeah, so, but there's, there's nothing happening there in that regard mm. have you done, like, have you got, do you like do Tinder and stuff like that tell us because I, I have no idea I've, about this stuff I don't like, Tinder anymore you did Tinder a really bit.
4: yeah there was a like? period when you have it but you don't really take it seriously you just okay. swipe you know how it all works. Swipe left if you yeah. don't want to talk to them. Swipe right if you do. Yeah. If they also swipe right on you, you get to speak to them. Yeah, yeah. Normally it doesn't go anywhere. Sometimes it does though. Occasionally it does. Go on. I've been on one Tinder date. Right. How would it go? It was alright. It didn't go anywhere, but it was quite quite a fun experience. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere in terms of you didn't
3: physically go out and meet anywhere. She just came no, out for a <laughs> we, for a call. Or
4: you just had your no. We went call. for a drink. Right. Yeah. And that was it. Did was it you, awkward at all? Did you. Uh, no, it was with. She was French. And, um. Brilliant. I don't know, something about her not having that good English made it less awkward. Okay. I don't know if. I don't know why, but it just did. Wasn't the conversation more difficult? No, that's what you'd think, but it just. I don't know, it was just like. There was less pressure on us. Right. Having to have, like, really good conversation Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you show. <laughs> that's
3: a joke. No, I didn't. No, okay. For what and is that? Is that the one? Now, is it the other ones as well? Other apps as well? Like what's... Yeah, there's another
4: one called Bumble.
3: Okay. Busy, busy. Bumble. Bumble, Bumble, Bumble. Bumble.
4: Surely you're gonna smash that one out. Yeah, the park. The bees. Um, yeah. Well, Bumble basically. <laughs> it's it's, it's just, the same as Tinder. just say, instead of going, oh, you look nice," he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as Tinder. You swipe right, but the guy's to talk to you first she's got 24 hours and if she doesn't talk to you right so there's less cretins on there yeah it disappears yeah. so there's hotter girls on it, and they have to be genuinely interested in you alright to talk um, like a lot of Tinder you talk to a girl and they just don't reply what I, what I would say or oh, for you maybe but what, what, for what I would say is uh, points of experience
2: yeah um, no I, I use Tinder for a week did you? At most, and it was just that like, I weren't involved at all. It was the talking bit that wound me up. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think
4: Tinder's
2: think mean, things to be honest. I don't need Tinder, do you know what I, I mean? If I needed a fucking a, a little app... This. Fuck, when you've got <laughs> this, that. you don't need That's this. A work of art. Yeah? Oh, well.
3: That's
4: his Tinder. All That's his app.
2: It is. People come up to you trying start swiping left on my face. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: dear, With All right, that, This is ridiculous. Was, yeah.
2: Uh, thank you, Adam, for joining us, and see thank you right? for the good work you do behind the camera. Great work, uh, and Matt, thank you so much once again. This yeah, has been uh, the Long Ball Street Podcast. Lots see of exciting you. shit happening. See the far post. See, see the, the far post. post. <laughs> yeah, stop there. See so Kyber. You should use that bit to get back there, so that people don't have to see this. Yeah, <laughs> what? On, Just, man, behind your thing. Hold
1: up.